Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon and happy Monday, everybody. This is Alexis Robin, local life and business coach with Nourish Life and Business Coaching. And today we're talking about how to change. How to change. Scary thing for a lot of people. Yeah, some people are totally freaked out about change. Um, most people like to know what's going on and like the normal. Other people are absolutely uh, in love with change and are st- striving for change constantly. So it just kind of depends on your behavioral style, what you like and what you don't like. But um, but we're going to talk about the types of change today and kind of how to handle each one. Uh, and there's four basic types of change. I mean, there, I'm sure there's lots of other ones, but four that I'm going to talk about today. And the first one is unexpected change, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that change that you're not expecting. Traumatic. I, I think someone once, when I was a kid, my mom's best friend gave me a necklace that was a fortune cookie. And inside it had a little saying that said, life is what happens to you while you're making other plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's I just love that. I was like, oh, ain't that the truth? So That's unexpected it. change. If you want to hear God laugh, just make plans. Right? That's, That's right. <laughs> That's another good one. Uh, And then we're going to talk about big life change. So what about if you want to do something like dramatically different? Uh, you just, you know, you're ready to quit smoking or, you know, move to a new place or try a new career or something like that. So big life change. Uh, and then there's forced change, that change that you know is coming, but you didn't ask for, but it's happening to you anyway. And at least then, you know it's coming. At least you know it's coming. I don't know. It's kind of that earthquake versus a tornado. Like, what's worse? An earthquake, you never know until you're in it. And a tornado, you could be, you know, stressing out for all the hours before it comes through. and Your house still gets wiped out. Yeah. Or not. I mean, you could yeah. do everything you do, and then it's fine. So, uh, And then finally, we're going to talk about incremental change. So these are the little tiny changes that you make that have a positive impact long term. So um, so let's go back to unexpected change. And if you're just tuning in, this is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Scanio at KTHO, and we're talking about how to change. So unexpected change, this is kind of what we talk about as a catalytic event or something that happens that dramatically changes your life that you are not expecting. And one of the things that you need to do when there's unexpected change is you need to learn to navigate that change. And you can uh, you can learn to navigate the change by understanding what happens in the cycle of change. Now, I've done a few uh, of these shows in the past years on the cycle of change. So just a real quick recap on that. What happens to you uh, when you're going through a major change is there are four different cycles that happen. There are four different categories in the cycle of change. The first is called death and rebirth, and this is where uh, square one, where you basically lose your old identity and uh, emerge with a new identity. So I was single, now I'm married. I was uh, working, now I'm unemployed. I was a renter, now I'm a homeowner. And these can be positive or negative changes. So it doesn't always have to be negative. Changes change. Um, Let's hope if you went from single to married, it's positive. Right. If not, you probably shouldn't have gone there. Right. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, and options. then, um, so you want to learn to navigate it. So the first, the way to learn to navigate it is to understand the process. So you've got this square one, which is basically death and rebirth. So in this square, in while you're in the, the first stages of change, what it feels like is you don't know what's going on. 
Uh, it's very confusing. It's unsettling. Uh, the roles that you used to play and that you knew what to do, when to do, how to do it, who to be, uh, those things can change. And that can be kind of scary for some people. And so in that stage, even if it's a positive change, you want to take the time to grieve the loss of what has changed. So if you go from single to married and you're quite smitten with your new husband or wife and you're just delighted to be there, um, there's still a loss of your independence and your life as a single person. Mm -hmm. Even though you wanted to get married, you're happy to be there, there's still a loss there. And so honoring that and being okay, it doesn't mean you're not happy to be married if you're feeling a little bit sad or, or uncertain about having to check in with somebody else or a partner on everything. I mean, that's going to take some adjusting. And so you want to understand that. And so square one is really where we're doing the grieving process. Uh, square two is the dreaming and scheming. And this is where you start thinking about what could be different um, how this could work out in your favor and you start thinking up all what life might be like on the other side of this change and uh, in this stage you feel a little crazy and there's basically no rules for this stage so you might wake up one morning um, thinking of one potential situation like ooh, I'm gonna get married and we're gonna have like couples dinner parties or the next day you might wake up and think ooh, we're gonna take you know vacations with uh, with our parents and that's going to be really fun or you know oh we're gonna do date night every whatever it is it, you're constantly thinking of different things then you finally kind of settle in on a, a path that feels good to you you're trying on different things in this stage too here uh, dreaming and scheming and then you finally find one that works for you and so you go to put it into action and that launches you into square four which <laughs> is the hero saga and this is where it takes much longer than you thought and it's much harder than you thought and that's okay right so <laughs> I like that tag it's okay yeah it's okay that's part of the change process so once you start trying to live out these couples dinner parties and something flops or you burn the, the turkey or uh, <laughs> let's say you try the vacation with other couples and you think that's actually not so great you'd rather vacation just the two of you or what have you um that just uh that's where you start trying things in the real world and many many times they don't work out the way that you think they will now people who don't understand the process of change they get to this stage of change where they're trying out the new identity and the new plan that they've come up with and it doesn't work and then they feel like oh this was a mistake and there's this big drama that happens in square three but the reality is it's not a mistake. It's a normal part of the process of change. Now, this happens in businesses a lot where they um, roll out a new initiative and people who don't understand the process of change, as soon as they get to the square three and parts of the new process that's been rolled out don't work, then they start blaming everybody. Oh, the corporation's so dumb. They don't know anything. This doesn't work. What were they thinking? When in reality, it's a normal part of change. Sure. There are bumps in the road and that's just normal. So that it's important to understand that. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because when you have unexpected change, if you understand the cycle of change and the process of change, you are going to fare better through the cycle of change and you're going to be more satisfied with the outcome once it's over. Now, your final square here is called the promised land, which we always like to give a little ah, shout out to because you, uh, you've made it, right? So now you've made it to a place where you know your new identity and you just have little tiny incremental changes that you're making, tweaks to make life just a tiny bit better, deal with little ripples in the road. Um, but the uh, the mantra for this stage is that change is coming, and that's okay because change is constant. It's the only constant in life. Uh, 
What can you do to prepare for unexpected change? Because obviously you don't know it's coming. You can be sure to uh, invest in your well-being and you can be sure to keep your self-regulation tank filled up. And you do that by getting good sleep, eating healthy foods, uh, surrounding yourself with people who support your best lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so that way you'll have good self-regulation when that unexpected change comes down the pike. So this is how you deal with unexpected change. Now we've got three more to go through here. So moving on, you've got the big life change. So Jen, have you uh, have you gone through any big life changes or have you seen friends or family members who have said, I, I really want to make a big change? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 And so what usually happens before that? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> it depends on which side of the life change it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, usually something negative goes in front of it okay that's like no this isn't working or a a realization that you're not moving in the best direction or someone is not good for you or so you realize that something's not working and then you decide you make the decision something happens and then you make the decision like I want to change yeah right yeah so um so you make this decision that you want to change and when you're doing big life changes the first thing you want to do is you want to find your motivation Right. And that usually comes from something not working or you just kind of getting fed up with something or you just, you know, it's been long enough. You made enough excuses and now you're like, all right, I'm really tired of making all these excuses and I'm going to make this change. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to save up and buy a house. I'm going to pay off this debt. I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to go meet somebody, um, start dating again, whatever it is that you're going to do. I'm going to move to Alaska because I want to try something new, right? Mm -hmm. You just, you Mm -hmm. figure that out. So you want to find your motivation though. Why do you want to do this? Because the why of the big life change is what's going to motivate you into action, right? I want to do this because I want to be healthier. I want to do this because owning my own home would make me feel secure, Right? So you find your motivation. And oftentimes the motivation comes from a feeling state that you'll get when you're... Um, so you say like, once I've done this, then I'll feel what? And then that generally will tell you what you're, why you want to do something. Because I want to feel more secure. Because I want to feel more adventurous. Because I want to feel free of this bad relationship. One of those things, right? So first you find your motivation. Then once you've got your motivation, you want to advertise to the people in your life that you're going to make this big change. Now, what do you think advertising does for you, Jen? Keeps you accountable. Keeps you accountable, absolutely. And it also gives people a heads up so they're not like, wait, what's what's going on? I, I'm not used to you this way. I'm used to you <laughs> that way. Like, you know, suddenly you decide that you're going to stop drinking wine and, you know, you're the one who always hosts all the wine parties and has all the <laughs> – and people are like, what? What is going I can't on? Get like, my drink on. I don't get more. it. I don't get it. So you want to advertise. You want to let people That's know great. that you're going to make this change because, one, like Jen said, it keeps you accountable. But, two, it also allows you to – to um, to prepare people in your circle because sometimes people aren't even though it's you that's changing not them they're personally afflicted by it which mm-hmm. I always find a little funny but it's true um, so you want to advertise and then you want to get a team on board that's going to support you right so if you have a bunch of friends who don't support you in making your life healthier or better or um, more fun or more peaceful then you need to say okay well those people can still stay in my life but I need a team specifically for this life change that's going to support me yeah right so if I'm going to exercise um, start exercising regularly I need a team who's going to either come help exercise with me or call me and say how was your workout today or not say oh blow off your workout come get pizza with me 
right? Yeah, that would not be good. That would not be good. Someone who encourages you uh, along the way. And then finally, you want to set some milestones for yourself. So you want to get yourself ready to... um, to put into play, you know, okay, where do I want to be by what date? So then you can track your progress, right? And you have some things that you can celebrate along the way. And by all means, reward yourself. If you're making strides towards your goal and you're doing well with it, then reward yourself. Can't stress that enough. It's important that we, uh, we encourage ourselves as well as having other people encourage us. All right, so type of change number three is force change. Uh, anybody who's ever been laid off or rift or reorged or downsized knows about force change. Anyone who's ever been uh, divorced without knowing what was coming has knows about force change. Um, that could also fall into the unexpected change category. Um, anybody who's ever had to move to a new town because their husband or wife got promoted knows about force change. So this might be a change that you have to do, but you didn't necessarily uh, want to. Or plan on it. So how do you handle that? Well, one of the ways you can handle it is that you can accept the fact that things are changing. Right? Things are changing. Accept the fact and start working from that place mm-hmm. of acceptance mm-hmm. versus trying to continually deny it or push back or ignore it. Right? Denial yeah. is not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> That's right. That moving truck will be pulling out one way or another. Right? So you got it. And then once you've accepted that it's changing, then you can start to accept what could be. Right? Then you can start thinking about, huh, what might be? What could be at this thing? Well, no, I never really wanted to move to Texas, but what might happen there? Well, I might finally get my dream kitchen because square foot price per square foot is much less <laughs> than it is here. Or maybe I'm going to meet some friends that are going to be lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm going to learn to ride a horse. I don't know. Um, but be more curious than critical. Be yeah. more curious than critical. And when you have force change, be aware of the nostalgia effect. And what this is is the fact that when people are forced into change – that they may not be ready or willing to uh, adopt, then they tend to get nostalgic and they tend to cling on what worked in the past. And what worked in the past doesn't always work in the future or in the present with what's uh, what's going on in your life. So that's, notice where you're doing that. Well, that's a funny point because you do do that. You hang on to things even if they were things you didn't like. Right. But it's you like know it, sudden, so it feels you know, safe. If you, if you have to move, even though maybe you didn't like a lot of what your current living situation or home or layout, whatever it was, right. and always said, oh, this closet space is horrible. All of a sudden, it's the greatest place ever. Right, right. So yeah. notice when you're doing that. Notice when you're doing that. And then just, again, be more curious than you are critical. And then the final uh, type of change is incremental change. And what makes me think about incremental change is that someone at a class that I was teaching, actually a retreat in Park City that we put on um, on positive, uh, positive psychology tools in the coaching world, um, one of the gals said, did you know that if you were to leave from San Diego sailing towards Hawaii and you change your trajectory by one degree, one tiny, tiny degree, that you would end up on another continent? You would completely miss Hawaii and end up on another continent. Now, that's fascinating to me, that by one tiny degree Mm -hmm. that you could do that. And what that said to me, how that resonated with me, was this idea, this metaphorical idea of if I make a one-degree change in my life, think about where that might put me six months, one year, two years from now. A one-degree change. This could be just making an intention to take the stairs once a day. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just thinking about that yesterday. 
about, you know, as you come to little forks in the road or sometimes big forks, maybe they're more than yeah. one degree, but right? you know, the choices you make and why, you know, thinking not so much, I try not to live in regret too much because mm-hmm. what's the point, but, um, thinking, wow, you know, I had that opportunity and I chose not to usually you choose not to do something out of fear uh-huh. of the unknown because yep. you don't know what, you know, and you stay where maybe it wasn't so good. And you just wonder what, I don't like to think too much about it because obviously choices you make have made, you know, great things in your life, like your children and, right, and things right. like that. But um, yeah, it's interesting. One little decision, what, how different your life could be, you know, one year, five years, 10 years down the road. Right. And here's the thing with that is that that one little decision, you know, we are so busy and so inundated right now with so much stuff coming across our smartphones and our computers and the TV and the radio and everything is coming at us at a million miles an hour that many of us have fallen into this pattern of making unintentional decisions. Mm-hmm. So we're, and what I mean by that is we're not paying attention to what we're doing mm-hmm. and why we're making decisions. And that is a slippery slope. And so if you are in that stage where you're just saying, yes, no, I don't know, because <laughs> you're too tired to decide or you, you haven't been paying attention, that one decision could really make a huge impact. Yeah. So even if all you do after this show is start paying attention to what decisions you're making and why, you will be far better off than uh, than if you didn't. So um, so that those are the types of change and that's how to change uh in four different directions in your life and if you have if you're interested in this or you want to know more you can always check out our website at nourishlifecoaching.com if you want to know more about change in the workplace and how to manage that you can check us out at uh, plinkcoachingcenter.com so these are uh, two different resources for you you can download our free app Right. Yep. Got a, if you listen to KTHO often, you hear the the advertisement. We have a free app. It's called Nourish Life Coach on the Google Play Store as well as iTunes, and you can download that and you can get all these shows. If you just caught the last bit and wished you'd got the first part, you can get those on iTunes on podcast, uh, so you don't have to miss a minute of the bright side. Very good. So we'll talk to you next week. We're talking about overcoming obstacles. Hope you guys all have a wonderful uh, week and uh, au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.